Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. You must be 21 or older. Hello, everybody, and welcome on in to this week's edition of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Connolly, joined as always by my beautiful co-host, Megan Gailey. And you guys, we have some big news for you. We do? Yeah, we have huge news, Megan. I I mean, it's, it's big news not only for Megan Fun of Sports, but it's news for Extra Points Podcast Network. Yeah. We, now have a new boss. Yes. Our boss yes. Yes, is yes, yes, Megan's yes. favorite athlete of all time, I think, right? Is that correct? Well, well he's up there. He's, he's listening. I, so, I mean. No, hello. I And I'm happy to be on record of saying he is the funniest and most comedic genius athlete of all time. In addition to his Hall of Fame career, Mr. Peyton Manning. What's up? And Eli. Hi, Eli. Hi, Love Eli. Hi, Peyton. Um, yes. Love your work together. Points. Honestly. We do. We love the Monday night they're show. The, they're the sports pen and teller. You know, they're a duo. They're, oh gosh. Love them. Love Cooper. Co- hey, Cooper, if Cupper. you're listening. Cooper. Archie, wishing you well. The Colts may need you sooner than later. Um, and love the whole family. Mom and dad. We are big Manning family supporters, and that is the news. Extra Points has signed with Omaha, which is very exciting for all of us. And you may be sitting at home wondering, what's going to happen to Megan Fun of Sports? What's going to happen to my favorite podcast? Well, not much is going to change. We're still going to release a weekly podcast for you. I think we're going to get some updated art, which is pretty cool. Really looking forward to the new Megan Connolly cartoon version of myself. I'd like to be drawn hotter, if that's a request. Whenever uh, cartoons are like um, big, stylized cartoons are very big in the podcasting world because I think it's hard to like get people together to take photos. We're a great example of that, and I feel like my stylized cartoon is never quite as hot as I want her to be. So now that you are a nursing mother, do we want the stylized cartoon to have you know little big old little cleavage, big old yeah. hooters, <laughs> big old hooters, and I don't want them like draw them as it as I'm lactating because in a few weeks ooh, these puppies are gonna be raffo. Okay, so draw them. Um, yeah, make me make me a Pam Anderson lookalike. In this and I really would like some emphasis on on my legs. That is my feature. So let's, yes, um, legs are usually not <laughs> featured in cartoons, but I would like them to be featured in mine. So already Omaha is like Jesus Christ. It's three minutes into the podcast, and these girls are already talking about hooters. What did we do? But we're talking about our own hooters and our own legs. <laughs> That's right. Um, we just want to, you know, make ourselves look the best for you. But um, nothing else is really going to change as far as you guys are concerned. We're hoping to put together maybe some more content, maybe come together with some ideas. And we're just really excited that we're working for the Manning family. Absolutely. All right. So without further ado, we will get into our regular scheduled programming. We will kick things off with Megan's Moron of the Week. Megan Gailey, go ahead. The floor is yours. Okay. So I am coming to you live from Las Vegas right now. And so I'm extra attuned to what's happening in the Vegas market. Today 
is, so we're recording this on Tuesday, the WNBA champions are the Las Vegas Aces. Congrats to them. Becky Hammond, her first year as head coach. My moron of the week is whoever scheduled the WNBA finals to be happening at the same time as every single NFL game. I think that is a disservice to the WNBA and it negatively affected one of my favorite NFL owners who also owns the WNBA aces, Mark Davis. Yes. You're like, why is that one of Megan's favorite owners? Well, how many owners are great? Not a lot. And I think Mark Davis's hair is adorable. I, I think he is a good man. I think he stands for the right things. And he said he felt like a single parent who had to choose between his two children when either going to a championship game or seeing the Raiders have their home opener. And, and I do think he chose wisely. He chose the aces. He was there in person. But I feel bad that he even had to make that decision. And I feel bad that fans that wanted to be able to watch both things had to make that decision. So just better better broadcasting choices, I think, could be made in the future regarding the WNBA. I think that's a really good one. I, I didn't catch the, the NBA championship game because football was on. So I agree. And I like, I like the WNBA. I'm not a religious follower, all right? But I, I would be. You know, I, I support the WNBA. Um, but I'm, I'm with you. That programming schedule was not good. My moron of the week, I was going to steal Eddie's, but I'm going to let him have his moment. Yes, in uh, we, we have a consensus on the one that Eddie's going to be doing. Don't worry. My moron of the week is Kanye West. So Kanye wow. West. I mean, in uh, perpetuity, perhaps. <laughs> um, an article came out about Kanye West. He confessed that he's actually never read a book. Mm. Um, he said that reading is like eating Brussels sprouts for me and talking is like getting Giorgio Baldi corn ravioli. Now I've never had Giorgio Baldi corn ravioli, so I really can't relate. Um, but I think this is all very interesting considering that Kanye West has now opened up a school, um, that is not accredited, but it is a hefty tuition price for people to attend this school that um, Kanye has opened and um, quite the price for someone who's never actually read a book. I'm looking for it right now in the article. I just had it. Oh, um, Rolling Stone reported that parents must sign non-disclosure agreements to send their children to West's $15,000 a year non-accredited Donda Academy outside of Los Angeles. And then oh, he admitted that he's never actually read a book. So um, here's you know, here are the two things that like pop into my head. First of all, Brussels sprouts are having a great moment. So to compare books to Brussels sprouts is Brussels sprouts are on every single menu. They're doing incredible things with them. We actually ate some together on Saturday night and they were delicious with bank with bacon, a sauce, leave Brussels sprouts out of this. You're also a father. You've never read a bedtime story. I love you to the moon and back. Good night, moon. Good night, ocean. All of the hits. I'm reading upwards of 17 books a day because a lot of them are four pages now. So I feel bad for his children that that they never got a, a daddy bedtime story. Kanye went on to say, I mean, Star Wars is my, you know, college. I spent way more hours in Star Wars than I spent in college. 
And then he predicts that the future will resemble George Lucas's universe from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Would you okay, send sure. your child? You're a mother that lives in Los yeah, Angeles. In Los Would Angeles. you send your child to Kanye school? <laughs> no. I'm, and honestly, the thing keeping me out of it is the price tag. <laughs> if it was free, I'd be like, Conrad, let's do a day. Let's do a week. Let's see what's going on in there. And then report back to mama. Um, and by report back, he cannot speak or even move on his own at this point. Can't hold his own head up. But no, 15, 15K not happening. I would honestly it- rather like give my son to Sal for the rest of his life and then have him spend two days at Kanye's Academy. If there was no non-disclosure agreement, I would say let's put together a GoFundMe page and you just send your child there so we could talk about it on the podcast. But the NDA really limits us for content purposes. Well, and you know what? CJ and Kanye went to the same college. They both are alumni. (laughs) Oh, CJ went to Star Wars too? (laughs) CJ went to Star Wars University. Um, No, they both went to Columbia College. Not to be confused with Columbia University, Columbia College in Chicago. So I think we'd have like a pretty good shot. We'd be like, listen, a lo- you guys share some things and this is a, a, a beautiful biracial baby. And we know as are your children. So I think we could get Conrad in, but no, he will not be going there. Um, Eddie, I cannot wait to hear your more another week. Please take it away. Well, my moron of the week is the uh, NFL Sunday ticket package that mm-hmm. the people at DirecTV, whoever's running that operations, um, you know, their servers cannot handle it. You know, week one, a lot of people were signing up and they were saying their their accounts were invalid or they were too close to a stadium and they couldn't, you know, air what they, they paid for. And again, this is a pricey investment. It's about like 70 something a month for the lesser package. Yeah. A uh, hundred a month for the one with like that comes with the red zone and like the fantasy zone thing they have. Um, so it's a pretty penny. I know this is the last year of the Sunday ticket before the NFL is like just all on streaming services. So I thought, okay, they're going to work the kinks out. They did email me, so you're getting a refund, you know, prorated for the one week. Fine, whatever. So then week two comes around, and I'm excited. Now my Giants are obviously they win week one, so I'm looking forward to watching them week two. I have people coming over to the house for the first time. Megan Connolly, you and your husband Andrew included. Uh, Meatballs, who lives in my garage, he's always there. So you know they're going to watch, <laughs> and a, a few other buddies came. So like we had people to to watch this this the, the NFL games, and I tried on the television. I tried through the phone app. I tried through my PlayStation Five. Nothing was working. It, it, the the stream service. Came kept saying unavailable and people were tweeting it like crazy. Everyone in the NFL media had to say they were, they were taken in on this. So like I'm waiting for my second refund. Um, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure it'll be coming that they, I mean, they, you really can't charge anyone, but I just don't get like, if you're reliant on this, like imagine two weeks in a row, you just can't watch a single game. Like if you're a fan living in the middle of, you know, well out of the market zone, you're not watching a single thing. Like that's it for you. No football. I felt awful for Eddie because Eddie was ready. They had the full football spread. They had the snacks out. They had everything. Eddie had his Giants jersey on. His girlfriend, Jada, she had a Giants jersey on. He is so excited. The last time the Giants went 2-0, we can't even remember what it was. It wasn't born yet. And Eddie cannot get this thing to work. And I felt terrible because then Jada says to him, well, Eddie, it's not working. Let it go. And poor Eddie was like, I just can't let it go. You cannot let this go. So we ended up watching Red Zone. It was great. Eddie was the best host, but um, it was unfortunate that he could not watch every single play of his Giants capture their second victory of the season. 
I was at home. I was texting you guys because I, like, I'm so bad at technology that I was like, this has to be operator error. It has to be something I'm doing wrong. And then I was getting on Twitter and I was like, oh no, there's someone even worse at technology operating this. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't get is the weird word to watch the Colts. So I, it was honestly a blessing in many ways because I was forced to have to watch the games that were on in the LA market. I had my nanny at my home so I could pack. That's what I was supposed to be doing. But I was instead laying in bed, eating, raging about how bad the Colts are and that I could not watch them. Um, oh my gosh, it's so expensive. Please just, <laughs> I know you guys don't care, but it means so much to us. Just try. Well, and also Ugh. they, this is their last year and they really just, they don't care. They're yeah. I heard Sal and Bill Simmons call it senioritis and that's like, what's happening? I'm like, exactly. Jesus, take the wheel away from direct TV, please. My mensch of the week is all of you at extra <gasps> points. Eddie Spaghetti, Megan Gailey, Mikey Meatballs, Sal, his beautiful wife, everybody at extra points. I came in from out of town and I've mentioned this before a few times in the podcast, currently living in Florida, don't have a lot of friends in Florida because I'm not from Florida, also did not choose to move to Florida, but I come to LA and it's like a homecoming and I'm not even from LA. I mean, we were booked to the minute. Thanks to you guys, made it an excellent week. Oh, shout out to Jada as well. She was fantastic. Just an awesome weekend in LA. Thanks to you guys. So you are my mentions of the week. Okay. Well, that was going to be my mention of the week, but I will go on to say that I got to go to my very first wrestling match uh, event. Event? Yeah, event. It was was in Anaheim. CJ and I drove down. Once again, got the nanny. People, you can get a nanny to do any range of things. You don't need to be working. You can get a nanny so you can go to SmackDown, okay? You can get a nanny so you can be upset about the cults. This is why we are paying for childcare. So we got a nanny, went down Friday night, and I had the time of my life. So many kids with their belts. I loved seeing all of the the fanfare. I had a delicious spinach and artichoke dip at the Honda Center, so shout out to them. I mean, no one else would like it. It was like probably not great, but I thought it was delicious. And I just, oh my, the pyrotechnics, the storylines, seeing some of these bodies in person, body, adi, 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 adi. Oh my gosh, a feast for the eyes. And people have been asking me who my favorite wrestler was. And he, he didn't actually wrestle but he was moving the storyline, an actor for the ages. His name is Paul. What's his last name, Megan? Heyman. Paul Heyman. I said, this is a Meisner-trained actor. Get him on the stage. Get him in Death of a Salesman on Broadway. The suit, the faces, I loved him. I will be following his work forever. I need you to watch some Paul Heyman documentaries because you will to. love him even more when you learn about his life. He's... He's one of the most fascinating people probably ever to walk the face of the earth. I'm going to go out and say it. Okay. And a special shout out to Sal, um, who I definitely dined and dashed with on Saturday. I, I was like, hey, my baby's crying. I got to go. And then I was like, oh, I didn't pay for my delicious sea bass. Um, so thank you to Sal, for who I'm guessing footed the bill on that. No, we all split. You owe me. So uh, the Venmo's open. Okay, I'll, I'll um, Venmo. <laughs> I'm going to Venmo you. I'm going to Venmo Melissa. I'm going to Venmo Andrew. <laughs> yeah, we split the whole thing. So uh, <laughs> shout out to Megan for letting me hold her baby for the entire meal. 
All right, Eddie, do you have a mensch? Uh, I would just, you know, it's, it's boring. I get maybe to listen. We're, we're <laughs> talking about the same L.A. Uh, hangout, but it was definitely uh, you guys hanging out with uh, both of the Megans of Megan Fun of Sports. And uh, Connolly, thank you for bringing us backstage. It was pretty awesome to see, like, Triple H walk by. Uh, we first showed up there. I had the, uh, a total blast sitting with Megan and CJ, uh, CJ in his awesome Stone Cold jersey, and then uh, us hanging out <laughs> at the dive bar in Anaheim. Cannot beat that. That oh, was yeah. a, an all-time weekend. And, um, yeah, and I'm glad, too, Megan, that your, your hotel was uh, very close to where I live, so I'm glad that uh, you had a neighbor in town. Um, but, uh, yeah, A-plus weekend, so thanks uh, to both of you guys. Paul's awesome. Cocktails in Anaheim. That is the spot. We're taking a road trip back down there. Paul's cocktails. We are big fans of Paul's. Um, also, something I didn't know about Eddie that I think our listeners would like to know. I didn't realize how into um, physique Eddie is. Yeah. He's like his own version of a bodybuilder. Eddie's jacked. And he is jacked. And yeah. at SmackDown, Eddie, his eyes lit up like a little boy looking at some of the jacked bodies. So yeah. um, Eddie is now on the Bobby Lashley plan. Well, and you know what? We got to see Ronda... We got to see Ronda Rousey come out and I turned to my husband, CJ, and I turned to Eddie and I was like, you think, you think she could take you? And they both were like, she would whoop our ass. Like we wouldn't have a prayer against her. And so I think that takes a real man to admit that. But I don't think people are, are um, tired of hearing this. I was getting so many nice messages that were like, I'm so glad the Megans are together. Um, So thank you for, for following along our wonderful weekend we had. It was an absolute blast. And I promise you guys, we are going to get into football. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break. All right, people. We are brought to you by Caesars Sportsbook. That's right. The greatest betting app of all time. It's the GOAT of betting apps. See, it's not just about the daily promos, odds, boosts, or hundreds of ways to wager. It's about the immortal words of Caesar himself. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. Every bet you place on the app, no matter the outcome, earns towards exclusive perks at Caesars Rewards destinations everywhere. Hotel stays, concert tickets, bonuses, so much more. Download the Caesars Sportsbook app, become Caesars Rewards members today, and get more with every wager. Must be 21 or older to gamble. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right. We are back. And we- Are you sure you want to be? Ne- 
yeah, I have no choice. I have, this, this is what I have signed up for and I need to continue on this, this path of acceptance and patience. That is what motherhood is having to teach me. Um, Megan is questioning if I want to be back because week two, um, has, has said, shed some pretty tough light on my Indianapolis Colts. Um, all across, I honestly think that the Colts are like a, a small enough market that when they're bad, maybe it can just go under the radar. Oh, nope. They're getting dragged up and down and across the country from sea to sign, shining sea. People are hopping on the let's talk trash about the Colts bandwagon. The Colts got shut out by the Jacksonville Jaguars and it was bad. Um, what I did see, what DirecTV did allow my little eyes to glance on, they looked really, really bad. Um, they were without number one wide receiver Michael Pittman. Definitely some issues at the offensive line, which is the highest paid offensive line in the league. Weren't able to get to Trevor Lawrence. I mean, the Jaguars had their way with the Colts. And I did say last week on the pod that if the Colts lost to the Jaguars, that I would not watch for the rest of the season. And I've um, had some people contacting me on social media to ask if I'll be following through on that. And the obvious answer is no, I will not be following through. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm not tapped out. I, I still love these guys. And I tweeted about this on Sunday. The thing that makes this even more difficult is that I do think that the Colts have a roster filled with really good guys. And I think Frank Reich is a really good human being. Oh, no. Here um, we go. I know. I know. Here we go. Megan, this is this is your, um, your character trait of our podcast is you're always like, but they're so nice. But he's such a good person. But he's so this. I would like to say over under week six that you completely turn, you get the torches out, and you want to fire Frank Wright. Like, when is it going to happen? He's had five quarterbacks uh, at this point. Five. I and I understand last year, we blamed Carson Wentz, and you yeah. look at Matt Ryan, and you describe Matt Ryan as wholesome. He is your wholesome boy. You love him. Um, how are you feeling lately? Are you are you you still feeling like that about Matt Ryan? Do you miss Carson even, like, a tiny bit? You know what's sick? I turned to the Commanders game on Sunday just to watch Carson to try and feel better about Matt Ryan. Because I was like, I need to see Carson throw a pick six on the two-yard line. Just, I need that to wash over my soul so I can even accept my man, Matt Ryan. I think the truth is Matt Ryan's probably washed. I don't think he has it anymore. And how was I supposed to know that as an outsider? I'm not a GM. I'm just a woman trying to keep it together. So, so, um, yeah, I think if there's anyone I want to see fired, it's unfortunately Chris Ballard. I think this kind of has to fall on the GM at this point. I, I And maybe that's because I just know him less than Frank. But, like, we have one wide receiver? That doesn't seem like enough. Um, and, and, yeah, Jonathan Taylor not getting enough snaps. And... It's just bad. It's really bad. I think both need to be fired. I think yeah. if they don't turn this around, if they miss out on the playoffs, they need to clean house in Indy. I've seen enough. I think they will. I feel, I even feel bad for Ursay. It's like, you got me out here feeling bad for white male billionaires. What the heck's going on? Um, the one saving grace is that we're still in the AFC South and it's still not a great division. And we saw Tennessee get absolutely rocked last night. Um, maybe these Texans, you know, they're not good. There's something. Uh, the Jaguars 
have something going. Um, but I think eight, I think nine wins get you in. If you're, I think eight, if you're I think eight might get you in. Eight. Yeah. I also, so, I, I'm not trying to like put a little salt in the wound, but a couple of weeks ago when we were previewing the NFL, I did, I did ask, does Trevor Lawrence scare you at all? Do the Jaguars scare you at all? And just a couple of weeks ago, you said they weren't ready. Um, they look, yeah. they look pretty good. I, it would not totally surprise me if the Jaguars were the team to emerge out of the AFC South. No, and the thing is, and this is, I will be bringing this up to my therapist. I am loyal to a fault. And I do think motherhood has changed me. Whereas, like, even when guys are having bad, I'm still feeling bad for Mitch Trubisky. You know, it's oh, like my God. heart, my heart has grown like the Grinch. And now all of these woes happening in the NFL, I feel them a lot more. I'm not going to venture so far as to say I'm an empath. I think people that say that are mentally ill, but everything is just falling on my heart a lot harder. And I, I, I love the Colts and I will be traveling back to Vegas to see them play the Raiders. <laughs> and, but the, I hope the ticket prices have gone down because they were like $500 a pop. And it's like, I can't justify paying $1,000 to see this Colts team that I'm seeing right now. Um, how many times in the last week has Andrew Luck been trending on your Twitter feed? What's really upsetting is that Andrew Luck has been trending every Monday on my personal Twitter feed since he retired. So Megan, that's why when you say salt in the wound, it's like the wound is salt. Okay. My wound is, is basically a Himalayan salt candle at this point. Like I, I can't, I can't decipher where the wound stops and the salt begins. So yes, I miss Andrew Luck. And I also see people that were so angry with Andrew Luck going, wow, actually maybe he was right to retire because this team and, and this GM, they don't have what it takes to put together a winning team. He's been like MIA too. We've seen him once in like the last four years, which is completely. Oh, God wild. bless him. No, he's out living. Okay, he's you, out living. He's reading books. Not, not Kanye. I mean, no. maybe Kanye and Andrew Luck could form a book club. That'd be interesting to say the least. Okay, so last night, Monday Night Football, there were two games going on. It was Kirk Cousins, who's terrible in Monday Night Football. Oof. They were playing the Eagles, and then it was the Bills, and they were playing the Titans. And both games were pretty boring, I have to say. Yeah. But the most exciting part about watching these games was the fan bases. Now, we yes. know you have your fair share of issues with Philly fans, as does the rest of the country. And Buffalo fans, we can all get behind. We all love Buffalo fans. We love how crazy they are. We love jumping through the tables. Megan has family in Buffalo. Her parents are former Bills fans. And I... I'm not like booking it yet, but if we got an Eagles Bills Super Bowl, I think that could be really good for the NFL. And I think that could be really good for the tailgate because the Super Bowl doesn't typically draw that kind of crowd in. And right. I think the tailgate would be shocked to say the least, right? Um, we'd have to oh, have like yeah. a whole pregame show in Bills Mafia and then one with the Philly fans. No one deserves happiness more than Bills fans, like truly. And so to see them so jolly, so thrilled is is a, a breath of fresh. And honestly, like Eagles fans, I had such a great time with them at that Super Bowl that they that they 
beat your Patriots, sorry, that I really love them. And they were going around the crowd and they were showing everybody all the celebs. Dick Vermeil was there, James Harden, and my girl from Abbott Elementary, Quinta Brunson. And honestly, Abbott Elementary is making me like the Eagles more. I know that doesn't make any (laughs) sense, but it's such a like intertwined part of the storyline and like seeing Janelle James's character in an Eagle shirt. Like I just love it so much that it makes it endears the eagles to me in a way and i love it too because eddie was having this conversation with us on sunday about how the league is so quick to just turn on quarterbacks right like oh you're not patrick mahomes you're not good enough oh you're not josh allen you're not good enough obviously jalen hurts is neither of those two players but he's a pretty damn good quarterback. And if he and could lead a team to the Super Bowl, I think it's, he is. He also is hot as hell. Um, I think that says a lot about um, just the patience that we overall have on quarterbacks as a whole because we're so ready to just throw a guy and say, nope, go draft another one, go draft another one. And then you end up with all of these bridge guys. Like, you know, just give it some time. Maybe you end up with someone like Jalen Hurts. And Megan, you know what? I said he's fun as hell. And you go, oh, I know he is hell. hot as hell. But now we really got some truth serum going for you. He is hot. Um, I, I would venture to say, too, that I think that we're much quicker to judge black quarterbacks, too. I just think that that's I, – I would love some stats on that. Um, but I think we tend to go, no, nope, he doesn't have it for black quarterbacks a lot sooner. Um, so moving forward with – our NFL news. Um, it was the weekend of comebacks Sunday. Um, (sighs) the second slate. Oh my goodness gracious. Where were there some comebacks? I was getting nervous because my picks were looking absolutely awful, but then we had all of these teams fighting back. One of the quarterbacks who came back was Kyler Murray and he had some pretty, pretty crazy scrambles. Um, he did look like a character out of a video game and we all know that Kyler Murray is the type, is the player that, um, he had his, his, his little study, his little study, um, enforcement. He had to go to study tables that was written in his contract. And a lot of people are projecting it's because of, his addiction, maybe. I don't know if that worst word is a little harsh, but um, he's a video game guy. He's a gamer. Keep letting Kyler play those video games. I think yes. it's doing something for him. Keep keep letting him go at it. Yes, because he plays like a video game. Like I am. I'm not a Cardinals fan. I don't dislike them or like them. I just don't follow them necessarily. Watching him, it is at, in, in one breath stressful and exhilarating. Like you see him, I keep and I'm like, don't go backwards. Why are you going so far back? Like sometimes he's 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage, and I'm like, what is he doing? You're an idiot. And then he makes an idiot out of me because he pulls magic out of nowhere, and it, it's truly confounding. And and when they got that penalty on the two point conversion, I was like, oh. Pfft. That's the end of that. And then he still leads them to the two points and, and they end up winning in overtime. Now there is a story. I put this in our rundown. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it. There are now police are investigating here in Vegas. Listen, I'm going to go down to the courthouse. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about serial podcast. Okay. That's what I'm going to be down here doing. They're investigating that a fan punched Kyler Murray in the face. Like as he was was a little slap. um, yeah, so you've seen the video. I've seen the video. So, Not a punch, a slap. 
I thought what CJ was telling me about this. I thought that was like a um, a rush to the field situation, but then I remember that they were in Vegas, so it wasn't their fans. And when I saw it, it was it was a Lambo like shake your hand line, you know, like he didn't leap, but he went over to some Cardinals fans and was celebrating them like along, along the field. And then I go, Oh yeah, of course a Raiders fan punched him. Like that's like that, not that he deserves, he does not, no one should be physically assaulted in any sort of way. But I was like, yeah, no, that this seems like this definitely happened. We know investigation over this happened. Well, it's crazy because when we were watching the Raiders game, as you see all these guys, and they are decked out. I mean, they have the oh, armor yeah. on. They have the face paint on. Sometimes I wonder what their poor wives are thinking because it's like, honey, can you get my, my armor? I'm going to the Usually game. Usually like, their poor wives are next to them decked out even more. And then I go, oh, my gosh, they must do this together. You know, this is like their foreplay. Instead of, instead of like nurse role play, they're like, Maybe you want to put on your Raiders pirate uniform for me. I'll and, show you a black yep. hole. Something like that, you know? Like, they get real into it. I'm like, where are they storing this gear in the regular season? Like, they do got, they just yeah. hang it? Like, you know, is there a coat closet filled with, like, this is my Raiders game day get up? You know? Is it, like, yep. in there with all the other sexual things i don't know um anyways uh eddie and i are watching this at eddie's house she's so nice to host us i'm like look at these people like what the heck is going on and then you have to remember those tickets are not cheap megan as you mentioned so expensive 500 bucks so not only to be that close we're talking eight grand yeah uh hey don't assault them i mean he's going to be banned for life so it's certainly not worth it assaulting anybody is never worth it but these Raiders fans they are on a different level well and I'm like are they coming from the Bay now we we know that there are teams that have fans all across the country Cowboys worldwide the Raiders I would put um, in that category no absolutely they're definitely in it but I'm like are these all rabid Vegas fans like I I have to imagine some of them are coming from Southern California there's a huge um Raiders fan base there yeah I I would love to I, I, yeah, I just, I, I, that, I need the documentary on them. These, these people where they buy this paint, is there ever a shortage of silver paint? Like, I mean, there was a formula shortage, but we got silver Who paint out painting, the wazoo. Who is painting the faces? Yes. What is the, hand, the ritual? The hands of fight. Because you've seen the people, like the street performers that coat themselves in silver. Mm-hmm. Like, are they Raiders fans? They might as well be because they've got the same sort of color palette going on. Um, I agree. Okay. Now, another comeback was Tua and his Miami Dolphins. Wow, baby. Now, Tua, if, everybody's writing them off. And Tua not me. Says, you know I love Tua. Yeah, you are a Tua defender as <laughs> along with a Mitchell Trubisky apologist. <laughs> uh, there's not a quarterback yet that you're like, I don't like, because if you don't like him, you feel bad for him. I do, yes. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I mean, and you know my stance on Russell Westbrook. I'm like, move into my house. I love you. You're my favorite player. <laughs> um, you have a lot of sympathy for a lot of these players. Tua is someone that, that you, you've you loved. You wanted to see do well. I've been kind of hot and cold on Tua. Haven't really uh, drank drank the, the coffee yet. I don't know if that's even the, the term there. Um, the Kool-Aid. Haven't really drank the Tua Kool-Aid yet. But we know Tyreek Hill has, and he has since he signed with the Dolphins. He went as far to say that Tua is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. 
Um, I will just say in the fourth quarter, he looked pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yes. What do you think of Tua? And this is a Ravens team that, you know, I, I think did have some key players out with injuries, but there's people that picked them to go to the Super Bowl. And they and and they were down bad. You know, like it was mm-hmm. it was, oh, okay, well, this is Tua again. And and that fourth quarter was truly something special. And the Miami Dolphins out to a two and oh start. Megan, I know I can already see in your face now that they are in the same division as the New England Patriots. And so oh, you do not Oh, okay. I thought your face <laughs> no, was I'm like, kidding, oh, I'm no, oh, no, no. I, I actually said to my husband yesterday, I think the Patriots could finish last in the division. And he wow. said, I don't think so. But I do think they will split with the Jets. I think they will lose both to the Dolphins. They will lose both to the Bills. This is not the year for the Patriots. I mean, we see this team. It's just, it's not good. My thing with Tua, you guys, he has Tyreek Hill as his receiver. Did you uh-huh. guys see how open Tyreek Hill was? How oh do you my let that God. happen? I mean, I don't want to take too much away from Tua. I do like the comeback story. I do like proving the haters wrong. I do like just when some pundits are saying that Tua could be a backup, he goes and leads his team to a comeback victory over the Ravens. Like, I like all of that. But when Tyree Kill is that wide open, you can't miss him. Nobody in the NFL should be able to miss a Tyree Kill that is that wide open. So I think it has a little bit more to do with Tyree Kill than it does Tua. Well, and I'm wondering if any of it has to do with first-time head coach Mike McDaniel, who did something so funny this weekend as he was walking in. You know, they had the camera on him, and he kept, like, swerving and dodging. And I was like, I kind of like this guy. He's a dork. He's such a dork. Yeah. He seems really fun. A um, big dork. Eddie just put in the chat, Tua leads the NFL in passing yards. I wish I would have taken that in our extra points draft. And is tied for first with seven touchdowns. Now, five of them came in one game. He and better get Tyreek Hill a very nice Christmas present. That's oh, all he, I'm saying. We, he needs to get him a set of Louis Vuitton luggage. Okay, I'm not talking one bag. I'm talking everything if he doesn't already have it. That's well, what And Tyreek Hill is going out there, and in his post-game interview, he was like, two is going to need a wheelbarrow to carry all of the money that he's going to get paid this offseason because he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. So Tyreek Hill is the best kind of friend that you can ever have. He's I mean, a great we all hype man. a Tyreek Hill in our life. Yeah. He gets open, he takes care of the business, and then he goes and credits his friend for all yeah. of the work that he did. We all need a Tyreek Hill. I want one. I would venture to say that you're my Tyreek Hill. Oh, I feel I like you that. hype me That's up pretty good. That's such a compliment. Yeah. How about that? Um, okay, moving elsewhere in Florida football. We already talked about the Jags. We just talked about the Dolphins. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady is a whiny little B-word. He has broken yet another tablet. Just threw it. Just chucked it. You know, he is a grown man. I think 44 the last time I checked. But no, we're going to have a little temper tantrum on the sideline of the field. Wham! My receivers aren't doing what I want. Wham! My offense isn't doing what I want. I'm going to chuck a tablet. And all of Brady's boys out there are going to tell him, look at him. He's just so competitive. He has a drive unlike any other. I'm telling you, if any other quarterback did what Tom Brady did, if any other quarterback acted like a five-year-old on the sideline, they'd be chastised. But Brady, nope, he can get away with it. He can get away with anything he wants. And then we see him 
during the whole fight that broke out between him and Mike Evans. He's saying F-U-B word. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you guys, I think, and I've thought this for a long time, Tom Brady, get over yourself. You're a whiny B word. You are a little... <laughs> You're a whiny B-word. I've had enough of it. Stop injecting your cheekbones with Botox. You look insane. And just deal with it. You know what? You're not always going to get the calls you want. Sometimes well, things aren't going to go your way. And listen, for all the people who are going to say, oh, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. You're so disrespectful. Listen, two things can be true. He can yes. be the greatest quarterback of all time. And he can be a whiny B-word. So both of those things are true. And right. I I think the irony of him being the most toddler-like is also that he is the eldest man in the NFL. So it's like, you've been alive the longest. You should be the least acting like a child. Um, the photos coming out of him, the post-game photos, you, you sent one in the group thread today. He looks like the uncle from Coco. And the uncle from Coco is just a skeleton. And his fate, like, he's he is a... Dia de los Muertos, I'm definitely pronouncing it wrong. That is what he looks like. It's Skeletor. It's so shocking that it is like, can we please dive more into what's going on with him and Giselle? Because I think the breaking of the tablet and they won that game. Like when I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, they must be, it's like, you oh, won. Oh, Jameis Winston gave it to him. I mean, they, they got some handedly. calls and yeah. And you know what? So he didn't have a great game, as I've mentioned before. He is my fantasy quarterback. And I would have been better off starting one and only Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky had more fantasy points than Tom Brady this week. Um, yes, and he is now getting Wednesdays off. He's getting that veteran day off. I think there was some like hubbub about that. But then it's like you look at the NBA and like some of those guys take four days a week off. So I was totally fine with him getting it. He needs, it, it's like a, it's a pseudo retirement. You know, when someone retires and then becomes a consultant, that's kind of what's going on for him. Or like when someone retires and then two weeks later, or a month later unretires and then, you know, comes back to football and fires his coach and then complains about everything. I mean, I've been on this Brady thing for a long time. I know. And a lot of people think that I am just being a B word, but I, I'm not. I, he look, he's driven people out of town, driven Bruce Arians out of town. I mean, yeah. he drove himself out of New England. I listen, I'm still mad at him for that. I would take him back to New England in a second. Well, actually not anymore because I've already, I've already moved on to Mac Jones. Um, he also I've drove had himself of out of Tampa. Thing. He drove himself out of Tampa and then drove back in. That's it. Uh, but now Mike Evans, he will be without Mike Evans this week. I know the suspension is being appealed. Mike Evans got in a fight with Marshawn Lattimore. This is now the third time these two players have fought in a game. He was protecting Tom Brady over a hit, and we saw him visibly say to the referee, what do you want me to do? It's Tom Brady. Love that. I get that. He's sticking up for his teammate. Um I, I'm just surprised how many of these players are sticking up for him because, I mean, it is the Tom show, and I get it. I get it. He's the best. He I is also, the best, there was, but it really there was, is all about him. There was a graphic on Monday Night Football last night that said the, the Bucks are the Vegas favorite right now to win the Super Bowl, and I found that, like, pretty shocking, honestly. And and I know that the NFC is much 
easier. Um, and so like, there's a chance that these AFC teams, they're just going to beat up on each other and, and who knows who will come out of the playoffs when it's you know, winner, winner take all. But I don't think the Bucks have looked as good as I wanted them to. Um, no, they haven't as, at all. Yeah. So it's, it, it, we, we are just giving them a lot of credit where at some point they're going to need to to kind of come through on that. And they definitely have it. Uh, granted it's week two. He'll be without Mike Evans this week. Julio is banged up. Um, th- they're going to be without defensive tackle. Akeem Hicks this week, who he tore his plantar fascia. He'll be sidelined for a month. Their offensive line is not very good. I mean, I think this is a week and I will get to it later in our betting segment, but I think this is a week where you bet against Tom Brady. The one other piece of news coming out of Tampa Bay is that former Bills wide receiver Cole Beasley has been signed to the Bucks practice squad. Um, Cole Beasley, my favorite liberal. Interesting to see if he ends up making the squad. Do you think he's gotten his teeth fixed? Um, I'd, lo- I'd like an update on that. Um, okay, now a sad development in the 49ers game. Trey Lance went down, um, and the, the cart immediately came out. The images from the field were looking, I, I didn't know it was an ankle at first. I, I thought it was uh, some sort of upper body, uh, that'd be at a head or a neck. It, it looked not good when you see all the players out on there and, and, the, and the cart immediately out. So he is now out for the season, had ankle surgery, sent a video. He said, this is part of the Lord's plan. I do wonder why the Lord is always planning for so many football players to get hurt. Um, but that's his plan. And so Trey is okay with it, which means that 49ers GM and front office is looking like the smartest guys in the world right now, because in steps, Jimmy G who got that massive backup, contract and is now going to be their quarterback for the remainder of the season. And as we know, can lead them to a Super Bowl. And as we just said, the NFC kind of sucks. And this is a very heavily based contract. It's it's an incentive based contract. Yes. This contract heavily based upon incentives because they thought obviously Trey Lance is going to play throughout the season. If Jimmy gets in, he will be rewarded for the times that he plays and the success that he has. I mean, this couldn't have worked out better for Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, it is well documented that both us Megans are yeah. huge Jimmy Hot Garoppolo for fans. Him. I mean, he just looks better and better every time we see him. And it's not just us who are Jimmy Garoppolo hype women. His whole team was so excited when he entered the game. I mean, did you see the video footage? Did you see the pictures that are coming out? The faces of Jimmy being in? And I saw today on the little ticker on ESPN, I saw that ESPN shout out, um, that an anonymous 49ers player said that they have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. So with they that, a thousand percent do. So if those are the conversations that are going on inside the locker room, I think yeah. this just changes the whole dynamic, changes the whole season for the 49ers. No, I, I think that I'm honestly shocked that that players ask for anonymity because I think that's like kind of a no brainer at this point. I also, when are, when are the fans going to be nice to him? It's like, I just don't understand what else he needs to do. And I realize that a majority of NFL fans are men and 
if I saw Jimmy G and I was a man, I'd probably dislike him too. But it's like, just look, listen, he's a good guy. He's from Chicago. He's hot. He took you to the Super Bowl. He took you to a title game. Just get behind him. Look, all of his teammates like him. That's a good sign. I will defend the fans just for a tiny second. And this is my only knock on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's a little bit of a softie. He always gets hurt. He always has, so. oh, I have a, a hangnail. I always have this. And I understand a pretty man like that, if something is wrong, it is yeah. probably a big deal. But I'd like to see him get through a season without getting hurt. And then I love the 49ers coming out of the NFC. Could be 49ers-Vikings in the NFC Championship game. Or what would be even better for ratings, we could get Tom Brady against Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jimmy will beat his Wow. Oh my God, a hunk off. That would be fun. It'd be Ugh, like But Zoolander. one is natural and the other is all Botoxed out. Okay, now speaking of a hunk off, the media is obsessed with this Aaron Rodgers lookalike. They had him on Sunday Night Football. I mean, and granted, the game was kind of a stinker. And it was like, are, are the Packers any good? Well, you know what makes the Packers look good? Playing the Bears in primetime. So the Packers are good. They're going to be fine. The Bears, not good. But we <laughs> we got to talk about this Aaron Rodgers lookalike. Now, he is a German man. And it, he has said that, like, two years ago, he had no idea, like, who Aaron Rodgers was, who the Packers were. I I don't think he looks that much like Aaron Rodgers, I have to say. What? Um, <clears throat> when, we, when we see him, he's decked out in Packers gear. So it's like, yeah, okay. But if he was in, like, street clothes, I don't think he looks that much like him. And I tweeted, if you follow me, you saw this. And granted, I was maybe a little high. Um, this Aaron Rodgers lookalike is doing this for sex, right? And our colleague, Will Blackman, replied, Megan. And people were like, yes, of course, that's what he's doing it for. Now, I love that he's taking photos with kids. I think he's definitely getting in on the fun. And I'm not knocking him doing this for sex. I say, do whatever you want. If there was a Jimmy G lookalike and I was a single gal, you better believe I'd be hollering at him. So as long as it's consensual and people know that he is not actually Aaron Rodgers, which I'm guessing they would have to because he has a German accent, I just would love, oh my God, I want to get them together. We got to get a meeting of the minds. Aaron Rodgers with German Aaron Rodgers and just, Aaron Rodgers needs some good PR. I think this could be like a fun little game we play. I would like to see them switch places for a day. You know that show that used to be like Freaky wife Friday. Swap, right? Yeah. Or, you yeah. know, wife swap. It was like you live in the opposite house or whatever, yes. you swap yes. wives for a day. Um, because <clears throat> I want to see what Aaron Rodgers' life is like in this guy's shoes living in Germany and if he gets this kind of attention. Yeah. Um, like Plaxico Burris was on Celebrity Wife Swap. So, you know, check that out. Okay, we want to touch briefly on the very first Amazon Thursday night football game happened this past week. And I, I, I know that for uh, people of our generation, we all have Amazon. I use Amazon constantly. Hey, I got a show in development at Amazon and I hope it gets made. So we are well versed in the world of Amazon. But we are I do streamers. Think for the older our generation, generation we're we all are streamers. streamers. The Omer, the, <clears throat> the, 
the older generation, the boomers, I, I would be hard pressed to see my parents being able to find Amazon because they use all of my accounts. So like I have them signed into everything. I don't know if they could honestly find it. And so Megan, I think you put a stat in here that Prime had more signups this past Thursday than they did for Prime Day, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday. So it was driving people to it, but how many of them needed their children to walk them through the process? Well, I know for a fact my my dad just didn't watch because he's like, ah, I just can't figure this out. I'll catch the highlights. Oh, my he's God. Like, yeah. yeah. They that's cannot my dad. That's my dad too. any of it out. Um Maybe this will help increase attendance at bars. Maybe this will be something um, at, you know, they'll have like an older older crowd at the bar to watch the game uh, because I know that it's definitely not going to be on in my parents' home. And I think not just my parents. I think Eddie's parents, your parents. My, well, yeah. no, Mikey Meatball's dad's with it. He can figure it out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, but not the rest of us. No, and like on, to be honest, my dad's of the age now where like if anything starts later than eight o'clock, he's like, I'm not seeing it. You know, all he watches Jeopardy and Blue Bloods. Um, we so, need that okay, um, progressive commercial. The progressive commercial. Your parents trying to. I love that commercial. Amazon. Yes. yes. I love like, that commercial oh, we got a and I think it's so spot on. Let's take a quick break and then um, we'll be back with, with some betting news, touching on NBA and baseball quickly, and then we'll say goodbye. We'll be right back. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Okay, we are back. The week three spreads are out. Megan, I actually won my my bet this week. So that's... Yes. I, oh, I, I took the bucks. I took the bucks. You did. You took the bucks to cover. To cover, and they did cover. Yep. Um, and in my parlay, yep. I took the Saints to cover. So we were rivals this week. And I just, for those of you keeping score at home, I have now lost $100 in two weeks of our $50 betting segment. Megan lost 50 the first week. How much did you make on your bet this week? 50, so I, or like 44. So I'm down. You made $44. Eight, uh, $6. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so you're you're creeping back up into the green. I am still well in the red, but I'm looking to right the ship this week with my $50 worth of bets. I am going to take the Packers money line. Playing a beat-up Buccaneers team, as I've mentioned earlier, I will be rooting hard for Aaron Rodgers and these Packers. I think Alan Lazard is going to have a Big game. I like the Packers. The line is two and a half, but I'm just going to take them on the money line. I'll put $25 on that. I also like the Ravens money line. They are playing my Patriots. I don't have any hope in my Patriots whatsoever. I will throw $25 on that as well. And okay, I might so parlay, parlay those two together and get a little weird, but just for the sake of the segment, I'm putting them each in separate. I'm not touching the Colts with a 10-foot pole. The Chiefs are only getting six and a half. This is this is what's infuriating about this Colts team. This is a game that they'll probably win. It's like they, they lose to the two stinkers, and then they rise to the occasion against Super Bowl uh, favorites. So I, these Bengals, who boy, 0-2. It makes me feel like we're in good company, though. They have a worse record than my Indianapolis Colts. They have to right the ship at some point. I really, really think they do. They are only getting four and a half against the Jets. Listen, I know the Jets are feel-good. It's fun. I still think they stink. So I am going to be taking the Bengals at four and a half um, over the Jets. Okay. Wow. And I'm going to bet it in person in Vegas. Ooh, print out that the ticket. We want to see I'm it. Excited. And I may put some long-term bets on and say, mail me the money when it's in, Caesars. Major League Baseball news. Aaron Judge is at 59 home runs. Congrats to Eddie, his Yankees. Looking like he's probably going to be the MVP. <clears throat> yeah, and he's um, only and a then, few away from setting the record. So that's, yep. that's something to watch. Home run count for Aaron Judge. The, men, and, the Mets. Woo, not the Mets. Yeah. The Mets clinched a playoff berth. Max Scherzer's 200th win of the season. We know our boss, Sal. He's obviously a huge Mets fan, so LGM. And elsewhere in baseball news, my White Sox are playing the Guardians this week. They are four games outside of first place. The Guardians are in first place. We need the White Sox to make the playoffs. So this is a huge series for us. Tim Anderson is not back, but we got Elvis. My guy Elvis, he's taking ground balls at second base. And um, I'm a big Elvis fan, obviously. Like Tim Anderson better, but I think Abreu, Elvis, Eloy, you know what? We're going to get this done. We're going to beat the Guardians. And in classic White Sox fashion, they will win the first two in dominant fashion. And then either Tony La Russa will come back for game three or no, they will just no. get completely blown out. No, Tony La Russa, so, stay um, gone. Stay gone. I think that'd be the best thing for the White Sox. Um, closing out on more good news for Eddie. Notre Dame finally wins. And every time I see Marcus Freeman, I am reminded of what an absolute hunk he is. He may be my number one right now. Um, Manti Teo was at the game. We saw his glow up on NBC. Those teeth looking great. Arizona State has fired Herm Edwards. Honestly, get him back on TV. I think Herm belongs on TV. I know he loves well, to coach. Well, there might He's- be a spot for him on TV because Nebraska <coughs> has reached out to Urban Meyer to be their head coach. Now, we know that Yuck. Urban Meyer, all of the problems he got himself into last year when he was the head coach of the Jags, including kicking a kicker, including Grindergate, um, it was just an absolute disaster. But nonetheless, he's still on television. He is on Big Noon Kickoff. So... If Urban Meyer decides to go to Nebraska or if he gets this job at Nebraska, maybe there's an opening um, for her Edwards on TV. 
Um, and last but not least, Northwestern lost to Southern Illinois. <laughs> okay, Megan, you good? Listen, uh, yeah, you pulled some salt, poured some salt in my wound, and I just had to get you back on that. I know. I really, I don't want to talk about. Okay, it great. Then we don't have to. Um, that has been the show. That has been the show this week. Gosh, Colts. I'm, I'm, my heart swells for you. Um, thank you so much for listening. Great news about Omaha. So much more f- to come. And we're just so excited to be a part of the crew. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.